Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Apologies about the sound. Just fixing some things. Hello. How's it going? First order of business, I guess. If you're here, um, thanks for for listening. Um, this is uh, this is your friend Jean podcast. Um, I wanted to to um, talk about going to my my YouTube channel, checking that out. Uh, it's called Yeki. Where I make videos about watches and other stuff now. Reviews of other sorts. Um, But go check it out. And give it a like. Tell me what you think. Um, Other than that, oh, check out the coffee website, nativeminimalist.com. Where my husband and I sell coffee that I roast and we package just for you. Uh, it's called Native Minimalist. NMRoasters.com um, Okay, so now that's, that is out of the way. Uh, keep on listening. Because this is, uh, this is the start of the podcast. Welcome. Welcome to your friend Jean. Um, I don't, uh, I don't really know what I'm going to talk about today. Um, my last episode, I would check the episode, um, lists, but currently the website where I upload is down, so I can't check. Uh, I know I'm on episode, this is episode 18, at least... I trust that it's episode 18, but I don't really know what I last talked about. I My last upload was a few weeks ago because I was in flux of a new device to upload. I know I could have uploaded on my phone, uh, but there's, I don't know, I, I knew I was getting something, a new computer, so I figured I would I would wait, I would take the time to not not do a show and just uh, reflect on the rest of what was going on. Some quick updates. I know I had talked about buying a cabin. Well, that's not happening anymore. Some things came up where uh, the moving forward of this deal just did not uh did not pan out and we are stepping away and um we are going to move onto better things this i know so what have i been doing these is it 3 weeks now i believe my last upload was november 7th um well, maybe it's been about two weeks. Or a week. It could just be only a week and it feels like a lot longer. Remove a computer from your life. 
and you realize how small things really are. The phone cannot replace a life on a computer. There's something about it. It's not just the size, but maybe it's the handheldness of it all, of the poking and swiping of the screen, and it it does feel lazy. You can do it anywhere. You can be lying on your back. You can be, you know, on the couch. You can be. You c- it could be in your hand while you're eating breakfast. Not to say you can't do that with a computer, but you know, I imagine computers a little are a little bigger. They have more components. They have keyboards and mice and screens that fold up and down, and they're you know a bit more burdensome. So with a phone, you can just grab it, and it doesn't feel like work. But a computer. Take away your computer and suddenly you find yourself asking the great question of what is it that I do without these, this particular device. I know what I do without my phone. Take away the phone and I'm fine. I'm not missing anything. I can still do things. But I realize that I live not live my life, but I access a lot of things on the internet that are more easily accessible through a full computer keyboard uh, desktop experience that the phone just can't cut. And um, suddenly my work suffers. I haven't written anything since my last upload. Uh, I did upload a video to my YouTube channel about uh, oh my desk tour. I um, I gave a little insight into where I film and where I write. So go check that out. Give it a thumbs up, comment, and uh, watch watch the video. It's a definitely it's like a, a video for me, an archive video to to look back on and, and see how my space has changed and how I have changed. You know, because that's what, what we're always hoping for. Anyway, um, so yeah, a lot of my work takes place best through the use of a computer. Um, even writing. Like, I have notebooks where I pen things you know, by hand. But if I were to rewrite my novel that I'm working on by hand, that, well, that would be impressive. But, I mean, now that I think about it, I'm kidding. I'm not going to, that would be, that. I feel like that is a very specific project, to pen a novel by hand hand handwriting that is a that's a challenge rather than a goal I mean it could be a goal but the way I'm thinking about it I think it would be a challenge because my hopes with this novel are to edit it you know profusely and then put it online and have it available for people 
and I can't do that unless I have a computer. So there's there's mark number one. Number two, uh, uploading my podcast. Now I said I could do it on the phone. I could record on the phone and upload through the phone. But I use a mic and I use a recorder and then I upload through my computer and I it's, it's editing on a computer is seamless with the keyboard and the mouse and it just points to where you need the thing. Typing on a keyboard is very different than texting on a keyboard. Um, so yeah, I think we are at a moment where maybe computers aren't necessary, as necessary as a phone is. You know, a phone pretty much has everything. It's got GPS, it has instant communication with people, it has your whole social media, it has email, banking access, internet access, Uber, maps, everything. You can live with just a phone. And you don't really need a computer. It's, it's not necessary. And I've seen, I guess, this past week, two weeks, month. I don't know how long it's been now without a computer. I've seen how strange it is to keep on living completely normally. But my whole life project is kind of on hold. The YouTube channel. I... I could still make videos, but I would have nowhere to put them. Which is also the question of, would you do something if you couldn't share it? I think things are different now. I used to make videos all the time with no no want. Actually, maybe there was a want, but no real way to share the videos. I would make short movies and vlog style stuff when I was in high school all the time and I just made it for fun with no thought of like I'm gonna share this to people I didn't know that you could and now that you can it's kind of like I want to like that is the point I talk to myself I prep myself up I I have monologues in the shower I have monologues in the room I I I talk to myself but um, there's something to sharing, and I don't know what that is. And it sounds, I have a push and pull with it where it's like, oh, really, you're doing this to like, to show it to people? And it's like, yeah, I mean, that's why I'm writing this novel, so that I can share it. That's why I make videos and I edit them for hours so that I can share them. And I think that's kind of where we're at now. The computer allows you to share. And I've realized that um, without the computer, I feel less like I want to share. I feel kind of blah, I guess is the only way to describe it. Very, uh, I mean, I've been using, um, I've been playing games a little bit more. been playing the Switch. Uh, been playing Mario Kart. I just played this uh, game called Jenny LeClue. If you're into games and you have a Switch... Yeah. 
Journey to the Clue, I highly recommend that game. It was surprisingly very good. It was just kind of a whim buy. It was on sale. And uh, it was pretty good. Um, so yeah, I've been playing games a little bit more. Catching up on uh, The Office. Finally watching after I don't know how many years. I've never... Uh, first time I'm watching it. I'm watching, um, you know what's weird is like, so if you only have a phone, you kind of like feel awful about using it for things that you would use your computer for. And it's like, all right, I'm on the computer. But something about scrolling through YouTube on the phone, it just feels different. And I think my husband actually brought this up. Um, he, he mentioned that the touching screen, like the holding it in your hand and tapping the screen there's something wrong about that. It just doesn't feel good. You add a keyboard in and a mouse and you step, you keep that screen at a distance and suddenly it feels like productivity. It does feel like productivity. Um, so I've been missing that and it's kind of been a little uh, dreary. I haven't written anything. I, I can, I have plenty of notebooks. But, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't written anything. So I've, I've been wanting to, actually. It's that moment where, like, when you can't, you want to the most. I can't wait to start working on my, my novel again. I can't wait to film a video and put it up. Like, I'm going to go all out. And, um, it's good to feel, uh, to have access again to the potential of what I want to do. The potential of what I want to pursue. Weird, weird time. Now this is um this is a writing a writing channel I guess technically right I thought about bringing this up on a separate episode but I guess I could bring it up now book recommendations I guess since this is like a creative sort of podcast um I should bring in in some book recommendations kind of kind of an awkward segue but I guess that's, uh, that's me. Awkward. <clears throat> so, what is my first book recommendation? Oh, let me, um, let me get the exact, exact specs, not the exact specs, the exact, um, title and author. Okay, I just searched the book I'm thinking of, and it's saying it's a musical. That's not correct. Um, well, oh, it is correct, actually. So it's called Down from the Mountain 
The Life and Death of a Grizzly Bear by Bryce Andrews. Bryce Andrews. There's a, um, a silhouette of a bear on the cover. It's nice, um, outlined illumination. I say this a lot, but this is something that I probably wouldn't have gravitated toward if I were wandering in a bookstore. I don't, I might have, I might have picked it up just because of the bear on the front, but I don't know that I would have wanted to read it. Um, my first impressions were that it was going to be boring because it seemed like it was a documentary style, um, style book. I don't know how I feel about memoirs and stuff, but that's, I guess, what it felt like it was going to be a, mem- a memoir, autobi- auto- autobiography of a grizzly bear. But, surprisingly, it was very good. It was surprisingly good. It was, and I haven't felt this in a while, but it was one of those books where I didn't want to put it down, and I also couldn't wait to read the next chapter when I was going to read it again. Which, I used to have more of that when I was younger, and I was reading more before cell phones, um, but this was a... Uh, and I received it as a gift. Is So it was a... It was an actual book. It wasn't on a device or a Kindle or anything. It was an actual book with pages. I got it as a gift, and I was like, all right, cool. Like, I've been wanting to read, but I just haven't found the the purpose. And it's like, I'm on my phone and these screens all day that when I finally want to read, I don't want to read another screen. And I can't justify buying a book. And then what do I do with that book when I'm done? Like, I'm not going to throw it away. You know, I don't want it to be in a in a landfill somewhere. So, for that reason, I, I really haven't bought any books. Um, but this was, yeah, this was given to me as a gift. And I said, all right, it looks all right. I guess I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a little bit and see what I think. And I was pulled in. You wouldn't think that a grizzly bear would, um, I wouldn't think I would connect with a, an animal in a book in this kind of way, a grizzly bear. It wasn't fictional. The the bear didn't talk or anything. It was very real, a real story. Um, and it sort of talked about or went over this bear that was tagged and I guess the author they I guess they surmised by tracking what the bear could have done they don't like they did little parts where the bears were you know finding food and it's like okay we know bears find food so let's you know how would they have found food kind of thing um and it was a very sad story and I felt, I'll be honest, for a day after finishing it, I was, I was shaken. Um, that's how much it touched me. It was about this bear 
with two cubs and a man who um, who was trying to figure out a way to keep bears out of farmers' crops by building um, these electrified fences that the bears wouldn't cross because they have um, very sensitive paws and, and body so they can feel the current in the ground and they would not go over or through the fence. Very, it pulled you in. Thinking back to it now, I'm like, that was a really, a really good, good story. It was uh, heartfelt, emotional, and I mean, the writing wasn't like profound, but it was, it kind of stopped you in your tracks. I mean, I'm going on and on really dramatically about, uh, about this story about a bear, but I was, I was very pleasantly surprised when I finished it. I was like, wow, that was actually a really good story. And I'm glad that I received it as a gift and I would read it again if I had it. I did not throw it away. I gave it back to the gifter because they wanted to read it. So that's the end of that story. I have nothing for you to, I have nothing to read to you today. Um, because of my lack of a computer, I haven't been writing. I've just been kind of feeling the moment and feeling the lack of not doing anything. I've actually been doing some drawing, some sketching in my, in my sketchbook. <coughs> That's the only thing I think, uh, drawing that I don't really have a desire to share. All of my doodles, all of my pen drawings, any creative, like artistic drawing work, I I really don't care about putting it out there, having other people see. I'm not like embarrassed by it or I think it's awful. I just, it's completely for me. It's just, it's just an exercise. It's literally lifting a weight it's running for me it's doing jumping jacks it's doing push-ups it's uh brushing my teeth it it's just something that feels good and i i want to do it and when it's over i put it away and i'm like okay that was completely for me and that's it. So yeah, it, it's felt better to draw in this moment of non-computer having sort of life. <sighs> I remember the last few podcast episodes I did, I was feeling out of breath. And today I feel completely calm. And I'm wondering... Where that out of breath is coming from? Is it coming from me not talking properly? Am I not breathing while I'm doing the podcast? Am I already too hyped up before the show? I don't know what it is. Um, but it's nice to not feel that today. I haven't had coffee in two days. That could be 
that could be the case. Anyway, so I have nothing to read, nothing else really to share, nothing insightful. I've kind of done loose updates about everything that's been going on, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's it. Tomorrow is is another day in paradise, as they say. So that's it. Thanks for um, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. This has been your friend Gene. And uh, keep on, uh, what is it they say? Keep on living? Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm.